Hello and welcome back to the Mester Success Podcast for episode 18, I believe it is. I don't know, I'm a little bit off kilter because I missed a week last week. So yeah, I am a little bit off balance. But anyway, we're back, we're better than ever. And I'm so excited to be bringing you this brand new episode of Mester Success. So as some of you guys may know, if you follow me on social media, last week I was meant to um, have an episode surrounding anxiety go up, but like right before it uploaded, I just had this massive sense of like self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and I just, I don't know, I just had like an identity crisis and decided to delete the whole audio clip. So I had no audio to edit and upload for the podcast. So I just decided, instead of trying to rush it and re-record some different audio, I just decided, you know what, this week I'm just going to give myself a rest and we will come back stronger than ever next week and that is what I am doing this week's topic is something that I myself needed so that is why it is the topic for the podcast this week I'm not just here giving you guys advice on this I'm giving myself advice on this because I really need this this week and that is productivity so this week's episode is all about productivity I am giving you productivity tips we are becoming productive badass people So I've really been struggling to balance my life load. I would like to say workload, but it's not a workload. It is a life load. Like I am struggling to balance my nine to five corporate job, which is very like, you know, I'm really trying to climb the ladder there. I'm really trying to set down roots. I'm really trying to build my career at my nine to five job, but I'm also really trying to build my strength at the gym. I'm trying to go to the gym more regularly. I'm also trying to record this podcast. I'm also trying to do social media and build my social medias and my marketing. And also I'm trying to upkeep my reading and, you know, learn things. And it's just, it's a lot guys. It, it I'm feeling overwhelmed, but I'm not willing to sacrifice anything. If that makes sense. Like I'm not willing to sacrifice any part of my quote unquote life load. So I decided to make this episode on productivity so we can all learn together how to be more productive, how to not have to sacrifice things we don't want to sacrifice, but still get things done. The first thing you want to do is goal setting slash to-do list. Obviously this one is very obvious. If you search up productivity tips, this is always going to be the number one tip is goal setting, but it is true. So nothing gives me a deeper satisfaction than ticking an item off the to-do list. And I know I'm not alone in this. I know that is a very common thing. So what you want to do when you're writing your to-do list is actually separate big tasks into smaller, more tickable tasks. So instead of saying clean the house, break it down to what you actually have to clean. So instead of clean house, you're going to put clean shower, clean toilet, clean sink, clean out fridge, mop, sweep. And yes, it may take you slightly longer to write your to-do list, but the sense of satisfaction that you're going to get when you tick each item off is going to keep you motivated to keep going on your to-do list. Whereas if you just write clean house on your to-do list, and then you're spending an hour and a half cleaning the house and you still feel like you can't tick it off, it just kind of demotivates you and makes you feel like you can't tackle the rest of your to-do list. Whereas if you're ticking lots of things off, it gets you in the zone. It gets you like you know, more eager to keep going on your to-do list. Another tip that I have is keep your to-do list visible. And I don't know if this is just me, but to-do lists don't work for me unless it's in my face and unless I'm looking at it. Like if I put a to-do list in the notes app on my phone, sorry, not going to get done. If I can't see it, I won't do it. So whenever I do a to-do list, I need it to be like out in front of 
where I'm going to be looking very often. So if you're working from your desk, my to-do list needs to be like taped to my laptop. If I'm working on cleaning the house, then my to-do list needs to be like held up on the fridge with a magnet. If I'm going shopping, then I need my shopping grocery list in my hand as I'm walking around the shops or it won't work. And that's just me. I don't know. So if I don't know if this will be helpful for other people, but it's really, really helpful for me. So when you do a to-do list, don't just hide it away in some book somewhere. Have it be visible. Make sure it's visible so you can tick it off, so you can see what you need to do, so you can feel motivated. So the next thing you want to do to be more productive is identify your productive time or your productive time frame. So what I mean by that is identify the time throughout the day which you can get the most things done. For me personally, that is about 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. I can get so much done during this time. I can clean the house. I can exercise. I can record a podcast. I can I can do so much. But after 1 p.m., I personally find that I get a little bit lethargic and I don't really feel like doing tasks or work and I just get less done. It's really hard for me to get things done. It's really hard for me to get myself motivated and in the zone during that time. So what you want to do is once you've identified your most productive timeframes is make sure that you schedule your most difficult and time-consuming tasks during that timeframe. Because if you don't get it done during that timeframe, then there's no chance in hell you're going to get it done during your non-productive hours. So if you've got a task that you're kind of dreading, that you know is going to take a while and that it's going to take a bit of energy, try to do it during your productive hours because otherwise you're just it's going to be even harder to get it done. Also, try not to make plans during your productive hours so it leaves you free to utilize that time to your advantage. So if you are going to make plans, try to make plans during your hours where you're not as productive and like you're just more chill because that way you're not wasting your productive hours on I mean it's not a waste because you know you've made plans for a reason. I don't mean it like that. I just mean if you can uh, leave your productive hours free to get work done work on your side hustle, work on your fitness, whatever it may be, then I do recommend leaving that time free so you can work on that and then utilizing your other time to meet with friends and do other things. So the next step is outsourcing. Guys, this is my new favorite thing at the moment. Outsourcing leads to productivity. So what I mean by that is outsource tasks that are difficult slash time consuming for you. So If you waste, don't waste your precious energy doing things that you despise, things that you procrastinate, things that you're going to put off for ages and ages and ages because it's just bringing your energy down. So I recommend if possible, like it's not always possible, but if possible, outsource it. So I'll give you some examples. So I obviously have a social media presence. It kind of comes with having a podcast. It's not really something that I... I'm obsessed with like I don't I'm not like oh my god social media I love it but I do it because I love this podcast I want to grow this podcast and I want this podcast to be available to my audience and my audience is on social media so that is why I am on social media but I hate 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 editing Instagram photos I despise it I'm not good at it I've never been good at it I'm literally just like I just don't care I've never had a themed Instagram I've never had a cohesive feed I just cannot be bothered it's just not a strong suit for me but in my current line of business, I guess, like in my current, the the things that I'm doing, it's a little bit, it's, it's a necessity. It's not a necessity, but it is very helpful if you have a cohesive Instagram, if you have nicely edited pictures, but I hate doing that. So what did I do? 
I spent $30 and I bought some pre-edited Instagram filter presets. That's right. So now when you look at my Instagram, it's beautiful. All of the photos are on theme. They all have a very similar editing style. And that's because I didn't edit them. I just put a pre-made filter over the top of them. It's amazing. I don't have to edit my Instagram pictures anymore. And it just makes Instagram feel so much more doable because I don't have to waste time doing something I hate, which is editing photos. Another thing that I have decided to outsource outsource as of late is cooking. I hate cooking. I'm sorry, guys. I am just not, I don't know, like the cooking gene skipped me. Like my mom's an amazing cook. I am, I just, it skipped me. I suck at cooking. I hate it. I don't want to do it. I'm not interested in it. It just, it's time consuming. I don't enjoy doing it at all. So I've decided I'm going to start outsourcing it. I am going to start ordering um, you foods or HelloFresh. And if you don't know what they are, they're basically just like ready-made meals that are healthy. So I'm still going to be eating healthy. It's just not going to be food that I'm making because I don't really have time for that. I would rather spend my time doing other things. So I'm outsourcing it. So even though I thoroughly dislike both of those tasks, they are somewhat of a necessity for me. You know, obviously a girl's got to eat and I want to eat healthily. So I outsource. Girls got to edit an Instagram picture, but I don't like doing that. So I outsourced and it's worth it. Honestly, I can use that time that I would have spent doing those tasks, doing something else that I actually do enjoy and that actually will contribute to what I'm trying to create. So the next thing is routine. So forming a productive routine with productive habits removes the fatigue of decision-making. So decision-making fatigue is very exhausting. So when you have to constantly make decisions to be productive, it's exhausting and it leads to burnout and it leads to demotivation. But if those things are already a part of your routine, if you're doing those things automatically because it's just your everyday then it's not so exhausting because it's just habit. So incorporating productivity into your everyday routine will actually increase your consistency. And as you guys know, consistency is key. So an example is of this is that Sundays are my content day. So during the week, I, as I've said to you guys many, many times, I work a nine to five. I don't have a lot of time during the week to work on this, on this project, on this podcast, on my social media anything of the sort. So that's why I dedicate Sundays to that. So that is part of my routine. On Sundays, I am productive in terms of this podcast and my social media, because that is what I have incorporated into my routine. And it's so much easier than trying to squeeze a little bit in here and there every day, because it just, it completely removes the exhaustion of having to even plan it and organize it. I just like, if I'm a bit stressed during the week, I'm just like, it's okay on Sunday. I'll sort it out on Sunday. That's my content day. That's when I will sort out what I'm going to do for the podcast. That's when I'm going to record the podcast. That's when I'm going to get my Instagram content. That's a Sunday issue. So yeah, routines really do help you stay productive. And also it's the same thing with like gym. So if you want to get into the habit of going to the gym, just put it in your routine. I mean, easier said than done, of course, but if gym is a part of your routine, it does make it so much easier to go. It's just because like, it's just part of the routine. So the next thing is self-reflect slash review your week. Now, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. I currently don't do this, but when I was researching this episode, I saw this as a tip and I was like, okay, I've got to do this and I've got to include this into the podcast. So basically what you want to do is take time each week to do this essentially. So being aware is the biggest segue to change. If you want to change, you need to be aware. How can you change behavior that you're not aware of? So what you want to do at the end of each week is ask yourself, did I achieve what I wanted to achieve this week? Could I have achieved something in a shorter time frame? 
How much time did I spend on unproductive tasks? So keep yourself accountable to your goals and just maybe write it down at the end of each week, maybe either on a Friday or a Sunday or whenever you've got like maybe just 10, 20 minutes spare. Just reflect on your week. Think about what you did. Think about where you could have been more productive. And also make sure you do kind of praise yourself and congratulate yourself for when you were productive because Although like if you want to be more productive, there's no need to shame yourself for not being productive enough because shame and guilt are really unproductive, like they're unproductive feelings. Like they're not going to make you more productive. Being shameful about your lack of production last week isn't going to automatically make you more productive this week. So don't, it's not like a guilt trip fest. It's just to have a level of self-awareness. I I do really want to stress that. So the next thing is bust your own myths. Now, what do I mean by that? So Busting your own myth. So I always have the excuse, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, I'm just really busy this week. Oh, I've been really run off my feet this week. Like, oh, time's been flying this week. That's a myth. I definitely have time to do everything I need to do. I just don't because I don't prioritize it. So what you want to do to bust your own myths is you're going to get a piece of paper and break down your week into half hour chunks. So every single day, Break it down into half hour chunks. Obviously not when we're sleeping. That is a waste of time. Don't do that. Anyway, break your days into half hour chunks and record realistically, realistically record as you go what you're doing in each half hour chunk and how you're prioritizing your time. So let's say you wake up at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. to 6.30, go on phone, drink coffee. 6.30 to 7 a.m., shower. 7 a.m. to 7.30, hair and makeup. 7.30 to 8 a.m., drive to work. And just map out your day half hour by half hour. And then at the end of the week, I want you to go back and identify chunks of time that could be better utilized and chunks of time that you think, okay, I spent two hours straight on TikTok just scrolling here. I probably could have spent my time more effectively then. And it will help you bust your own myths about how much time you actually have in the day. Because who feels like, oh my God, there's just not enough time in the day. There is enough time in the day. It's just how you're utilizing your day. This tip is also really helpful to identify where you can This is a term I've made up, but where you can dual task. And what I mean by that is where you can get two tasks done at the same time. So an example of this is every single day I drive to work and my commute is an hour because I live in the city and I have to go from the north side to the south side and it freaking sucks and I get stuck in peak hour traffic every single day. So I'm driving to work and I used to just listen to music. You know, I'd jam out, have a sing along and it was great. So my drive to work, that is an hour of time in my day. One hour there, one hour back. That's two hours a day that I'm never getting back. Two hours of the, what, 12 hours that I'm awake? No, I'm awake for more than that. Like 14 hours I'm awake. Two hours of that is stuck in traffic. So how can I use that time effectively? I can listen to podcasts about business or self-help or fitness. I can listen to an audiobook of my favorite author. I could get my reading done in the car because I'm listening to audiobooks. So that's what I mean by dual tasking. Same thing goes for cleaning. If you're cleaning, you can be listening to an audiobook or podcast. It's easy. Uh, so my final step, and this is the most important step, and I really, really wanted to include this due to the topic of this podcast, and that is rest, sleep, and be wary of burnout. Because even though I've just made this episode telling you how to be productive, I want you to be so conscious of resting and burning out and making sure you are resting your body enough. Because there is a difference between 
holding yourself accountable, getting shit done, making your dreams into reality and overworking yourself to the bone, not giving yourself a break and completely taking it too far. And I do want to be really, really conscious of that because I don't want to perpetuate the narrative that if you want success, you have to work yourself to the bone because I don't believe that. That's not true. You should be resting and it's okay to look on your phone and it's okay to go on TikTok and it's okay to not be productive. That is so fine. This is just some tips and tricks for if you really do want to be productive, how you can kind of achieve that. But I do really want to stress the importance of resting and making sure you're prioritizing your health. Anyway, um, that's where I'm going to wrap up that segment of the podcast. I hope you found those tips and tricks to be helpful. I will leave a link in the show notes to an article that I used to research some of that section. It was so helpful. Um, So I'll leave that in the show notes for you guys if you want to check it out. And I hope that helps you out. And I also hope that helps me out because I want to be more productive. I want to get shit done. Moving on to advice with Jordan. So on this week's advice with Jordan, I want to share with you guys something that happened to me on Friday, actually. So uh, on Friday, I was at work and I was in the office by myself, like everyone else was working remotely, but I had to go in the office for something and I had to call people. I had to call people and confirm something with them. Like I had to call our clients. And if you know me, you know that I actually hate calling people on the phone. Like it triggers an anxiety in me. I was so nervous. I did not want to do it. I literally like could hardly sleep the night before because I knew I had to do it that day. And it wasn't even like, I'm not, I wasn't selling them anything. It wasn't necessarily a bad phone call. It was literally just like straight up simple phone calls, but I had to do a lot of them. And I was so stressed out. Like I felt sick. I was like making myself feel sick. And in that moment, I was in the office by myself and I was about to do these calls. And I was like, I can't do these calls in this state of mind. Like I've just worked myself up too much. I'm so worked up over this. I need to calm myself down. So I just went onto YouTube and I just typed into YouTube five minute meditation for anxiety and I clicked on the first one I lied down on the ground in the office and I just breathed through this five minute anxiety releasing meditation that I found on YouTube and guys it worked it literally worked like after this meditation I'm, I'm, it wasn't a cure I'm not gonna say oh my god my anxiety is cured I'm amazing no but I I calmed myself down enough to get those calls done and I was fine so that meditation really really worked and I just I had to include it on this podcast because if you're ever having a moment like you're about to go for a job interview you're about to do your driver's test or you like me you're about to call someone and you're really nervous just do a, a five minute guided meditation and I'm not really big on meditation I really, really struggled to sit still and kind of sink into myself and sink into my breathing and all of that. So I really struggle with that. But if you just find a quick five minute guided meditation on YouTube, you can do it. Like if I can do it, if I can sit still for five minutes and do it, trust me, you can do it. And it works to just focus on your breathing like that. It's amazing. And I've never really been able to get into meditation, but in that moment, it was so helpful to me and was able to calm me down so much. So I just had to include it for you guys. Now for the final segment of the podcast, and that is Guilty Pleasures. So this week's Guilty Pleasures, I'm coming to you with another podcast recommendation, and that is Values and Vibrators by Charlotte Crosby. So Charlotte Crosby was on Geordie Shaw a couple of years ago. She's like one of the OG cast members, and now she has her own podcast called Values and Vibrators, and I absolutely love it. It's hilarious. She talks about like important things, big topic stuff. Like she talks about, she had an ectopic pregnancy. She goes into that, but then she also like 
has really lighthearted, funny content on there. Hence the name Values and Vibrators is perfect. It's so funny. Such a good podcast. I highly, highly recommend it. If you ever watch Geordie Shaw, then I really recommend this podcast. Okay. And I think that's where I'm going to wrap this podcast up. But before I wrap this podcast up, I do have something I want to mention. And that is that I have something super, super exciting coming on this podcast next week. So keep your eyes and ears peeled on my social media at Jordan K Creative and at Mester Success Podcast because I have been working on a project for this podcast that I am very excited about. And I hope you guys are excited too, because I think this podcast is about to go to a whole new level. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, that's where I'm going to wrap everything up. Thank you so much. If you've made it to the end, please remember to give this podcast a five star rating on the Apple podcast app, follow the podcast on Spotify, and make sure you let your friends know about it if you think this podcast might be helpful for them. Uh, Thank you so much to anyone who did listen. I appreciate you guys so much, and I will be back in your ears next Wednesday.